Steven, you were about to say something about Rob Zombie. Was I? It sounded like it, and then we were like, we should get started. He seems like he'd fit, very, like, the show we're going to discuss is, like, a yes. wholesome Rob Zombie. If he was if he was a producer on this show, I wouldn't be absolutely The show shocked. isn't exploitative enough, but, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, well, no, okay. Rob Zombie, we would, never, we don't know Rob Zombie would never sign on to something that's not nearly hard art. Uh, You're right, that's yeah. true. Like that. Not uh, enough tits. Well, I mean, well, he's like, Rob First Zombie's... Episode has how old is Rob Zombie? Uh, he's in his fifties now. The first episode has like period piece tits, like you, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You mean two thousand five? We can't do this. About- <laughs> <laughs> we have to like we new podcast. <laughs> we have to introduce. It's a new podcast. I'll write I the have, song. I have an introduction written. I have two options. Right. As Quick, you know, little- it's as you know. We're gonna expose the exposition and the finish. It's Ian, Steven, Travis, and Siani were, as you know, as you know. A perfect take. <laughs> it's easy to see the beginning of things and harder to see the end, except here on As You Know, because that's all we do. We're here to talk about the first and last episode of shows, all kinds of shows, to fill in the pop culture blind spots and figure out what's going on, if it's good, and it's worth your time. I'm Ian Benson. This is Matt Siani. Hello. That's Travis Marmon. What's up? He's Stephen Doughton. Howdy. And today we're here to launch this show, this new show that we've created. And we figured there's no better starting point than Supernatural. The call ex- favorite. My extremely long running show. I was shocked. This when show I saw how many existed through three presidencies and the election of a fourth, I believe. <laughs> uh, we used to do, well, I mean, we still do a football show. Uh, that's big on 10, which there will be the feed drop. And it's very great to say the phrase feed drop because that's a thing because this world we live in. Uh, and then that turned into, for a while, a show about Friday Night Lights. And then that briefly became a show about ballers. And we liked the way we did the ballers episodes so much where we only watched the first and last episode. We decided, let's just do that. And so that's what we're here to do. We hope you enjoy it. We're going to be working out some kinks for a while, probably, as we figure out the proper format for this show. So bear with us. Much like most television shows, honestly. This one yep. especially. And like and like every other podcast, you know, the first episode is going to be really short to make it very digestible. <laughs> and so, you know, make sure that we only get 20 minutes, show you what we're all about. But, yeah. you know, you, you're not intimidated. So in 20 minutes, this podcast will be over. It will explode, we, in fact. Can we script a last episode of this podcast to drop in the feed as well as the first episode? <laughs> so what's the uh, last like show, show we should do? That's such a good bit. Uh, it's, no, it's like our fanfare episode. Yeah, it's and we like, everyone. We, yeah, we reference a bunch of stuff that happened. <laughs> we br- like there's a new host, but one of us is gone. And like, obviously no mention of the other host. No, 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 no. They come back for the episode as yeah. like a call in. One of us like, has it's children like a- now. Oh, Jesus. We all oh. live together in the saddest fucking tactical bachelor pad you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. with twin beds. <laughs> we'll get to that. Guys, I like fucking I, Star Trek ass <laughs> electronics, the guys, war room. I, I like the Art Deco bachelor pad. <laughs> the what I imagine is like thirty feet underground. What bunker. was that converted from? Yeah, we are we'll gonna to we are gonna try and figure all of this. So we're launching, as we said, with Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural. 
as the IMDb description, uh, two brothers follow in their father's footsteps as hunters, fighting evil supernatural beings of many kinds, including monsters, demons, and gods that roam the earth. Uh, it was created by Toledo, Ohio's Eric Kripke, who later went on to develop yeah. Resolution and The and Boys. The boys. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the showrunner for oh, that. Oh, I forgot he's the um, voice guy. Supernatural is the longest-running fantasy science fiction show, having accomplished that after its what about, 11th season. What about season. Doctor Who? Um, uh, sorry, uh, well, okay, American, I guess it's probably maybe. American. Okay. Um, well, also, like, Doctor Who... With a single continuity, it certainly. And Doctor Who is British, so, you know... Right. How many of those are just specials? There's only like 46 yeah. episodes of Doctor Who. I'm pretty I'm seeing sure how many it's done. <laughs> yeah, right. A season, of, a season of British TV is six episodes. We all know this. Okay, there are 862 episodes of Doctor Who. So yes, it is. Whatever. Yeah, it's but uh, Supernatural ran for 327 episodes. <laughs> that is outrageous. Uh, yeah. It ran for one season on the WB and then 14 seasons on the CW, having premiered in 2005 and ending in 2020. Wait, was this was this was this when the WB died? Like, was this like this right was, right as know, the WB ended? Yeah, it's one of the last shows from the W. That's how yeah. old this, this show is. This show is so old; it's, it's so aired on the WB. Yes, yeah. Michigan J Frog introduced this fucking few, show. It ended like three months ago. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing that's wildest to me. Eric Kripke left when he was like, "Well, I've concluded the main story I wanted to tell." It was the fifth season. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we should have watched the end of the fifth season because no. I wanted to find out who killed. I wanted to find out who killed Mom. I will never know. I mean, we Jess. probably could have figured that out, like if, in like the third episode or something. Yeah. But yeah, and I'm I'm trying to. I feel like for this podcast, you want to avoid learning what the information is. Yeah. Before the show, we can. Maybe I don't discuss know. After anything, or maybe one person wants to be the holder of the information. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think maybe after we after we finish talking about the finale, we can go back and learn some stuff. We'll have, we'll probably have some questions we want answered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And before we get into the show, I just have another little uh, artifact of how old it is that was astounding to me. Uh, this is from the Wikipedia page. I don't know if you guys also checked this out. Uh, the online distribution part of the Wikipedia page. Rather than having the series debut on television, the WB instead made the pilot available for online streaming through Yahoo!, a week before it was set to premiere on the network. Uh, so, following the transition to the CW, Supernatural episodes were added to the Apple iTunes store start, starting in December 2006, wow. being one of the first CW shows made available wow. online. Do you guys, did you guys notice the website that he went on in the first episode? Or just like what it looked mm. like when he was on the computer in the little town when they were Googling about the white woman? They were just um, like on the internet. I was like, I was I like, what the weird is this website? So, yeah. so my yeah. other watching diet right now is the X-Files. So it like didn't really super face me. Incredible. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The internet on that show is, I wish, I, if I could like set off some kind of electromechanical device that turns the internet back to those days um, just worldwide I would do that right now <laughs> and it's it's fitting because this show is this show feels like kind of a spiritual successor to the X-Files they too. reference it in the first um, episode with a direct reference to <laughs> it quite right. literally which means yeah. the X-Files exists in the universe of Supernatural they watched it I yep. bet you and it was I mean the X-Files ended like two years before this show debuted yeah. So not only does it exist, what but it's like fuck? recent in their culture. <laughs> That's <laughs> this show's so old, but it just ended. And then the X Files came back and ended again while this show well, was still hey, running. Oh my god! <laughs> <It's> true. 
here's one of my favorite ways that I one of the best things with this show though, and it's a really great starting point. So, on our on our old show, I had to write up full recaps of the episodes as we watched them, and that took forever. Bless the fine people at supernatural.fandom.com because they have full synopsis for every single episode and oh, they yeah, are baby. broken down by scene. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. It's like it's like a screenplay. Literally it starts with Lawrence, Kansas, 22 years ago. Everything about this show is like Kansas and Ohio mostly. <laughs> That's in, yeah. I'm pretty sure the show goes all over America and I know for a fact at some point it goes to hell. Yeah, uh, but well, of course. Also, when we say America, we wait. Do you mean, mean Hell, Michigan, or Hell? I was gonna say not Hell, Michigan, but they. Pr- I, hell, I bet you ten dollars. I bet they you probably 10- go to Hell, Michigan yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, the important thing to know, though, is when we say America, what we actually mean is Vancouver, British Columbia. Absolutely, it's a CW <laughs> because show. This is the most. This is the most Vancouver, British Columbia show that has ever existed. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the the pilot was shot in Los Angeles. Everything else was Vancouver. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a good continuation of the X Files in that way because that was also shot entire or for the first few seasons entirely in Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, Riverdale shot in r- Vancouver. Yep. Every CW show. That's why they it's all cheap. have uh, fucked up accents um, <laughs> that they can't help but have come out. It's kind of like... <laughs> even though even when the actors are not Canadian, just... It's, <laughs> it's, they've they've just been spending time in Canada, so they're like, yeah. oh, this is how people talk. It's really remarkable how much stuff is shot in Vancouver and how little of it is set in Vancouver. Vancouver's sick. Set some stuff in Vancouver. We like Vancouver. Yeah. It's a pro-Vancouver show. If you start setting things in Vancouver, people will start recognizing stuff as Vancouver, thus ruining the effect of using Vancouver. The wonderful mountains of Ohio that appeared in the finale episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) You didn't even catch that. (laughs) Lawrence, Kansas, 22 years ago. On November 2nd, 1983, Dean Winchester, a four-year-old boy, says goodnight to his baby brother, Sam, along with his mom and dad. Mary Winchester is lying in bed. When she hears Sam crying on the baby phone, she goes to investigate and sees someone standing over Sam. Okay. And she's, yeah, this is this is so in detail. Like, uh, we, I mean, we, we <laughs> first she, she goes to the kitchen, right, and she thinks she sees her husband, and then she goes down to the living room and sees that her husband is asleep. She goes to the baby's, you know, she's the in the baby, room, yeah. Because the, he's the, standing over the crib. She thinks the husband is hang, standing over the crib, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it turns out it's not her husband. She, like, you know, runs back. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, the man who appears on TV shows to die, uh, is there. I mean, he was on The Walking Dead for a long time. You're for right. All I, I guess for all like, I know, he's still on it. I haven't watched it. But. Uh, at the walking at WalkingDead.fandom.com, his status is listed as alive. At, wow. at this point, oh it was God. <laughs> it was clear to me that this show was going to be about the dad and the mom and their two boys and the dad hunting right. and you know the yep. mom having a very happy life. Anyway, the mom runs back upstairs, realizing that her husband is asleep on the couch, uh, and then it cuts away, and then... uh, She screams. She screams, and then the dad runs up the stairs, and then he sees that his son is fine, and then he has blood drip on him, and he looks up to one of my favorite... uh, Man, I I watch a lot of comedies, and I'm an asshole when it comes to comedies, and I don't laugh, but this I got a couple good hearty laughs out of this show. (laughs) And the moment where that woman (laughs) turned into fire and just became engulfed in an explosion fire on the ceiling, that was a really really good time for me. 
very over the top move by whatever entity this is. Yeah, we'll like, never know. They're already killing people, putting we'll them on the ceiling, know. and then and then burning them. Like I, I am never gonna know who the man who stood over the crib is, and I am fine with that. Oh, the, I'm, I'm probably uh, okay. gonna look it up after we record because so. So before he ran, so before he ran upstairs, he told his son to like run out of the house. I think, right? Yeah, he gives, he and gives, he grabs the baby. He tells he Dean grabs to ba- leave. He grabs baby Sam. Sam tells Dean to run the house. Dean is older. Dean is no, no, no. The, the thing that throws me, it, and it's of course this is how it is. Because yeah, because Dean is Sam playing is Dean. Played I know. By Dean yeah. from Gilmore right. Girls. I knew yes. you'd have so this that was, problem. That's what that's what <laughs> said. Also, <laughs> that's what she was watching. She was like, "That's confusing." <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, all, every, all girlfriends it. know. You know, I <laughs> have the confusing. girlfriend opinion. <laughs> I only knew this because I talked to my friend's girlfriend after watching the first episode. Got the girlfriend uh, opinion. It's it's really tricky for me there. So at one, so the the effect that they have when it looks like the kid's going to be in trouble, but then there's like a sound, and then the dad's hand is on his shoulder. Did their dad have superpowers? Did you guys get that sort of vibe? No. Uh, but hey, my mind. that seems possible. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it because have... there was a moment where he there was like that wind sound when someone's running too fast, and then suddenly the dad was there behind him, and I was like, yeah. oh, the, this dad maybe have super sound. speed. Oh, this this dad is Quicksilver. Yeah. Anyway, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should, maybe we should tell this tell this podcast. We'll never know. <laughs> 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 I mean, we're gonna watch some shows where at least one of us. Yeah, has no, that's true. Right. That's I, true. I, this show, I think I may be the one who might find out. <laughs> Dude, I kind of yeah. liked this. I was getting. I was waiting to get. I was to like, it. I'd watch, I kinda, if, if this show ran for five seasons, I would watch. Oh, it. I'm not watching fifteen yeah, like, seasons no. of this show. But, <laughs> yeah. like, I would if based show, on just the first episode, and if I hadn't seen the last one, I probably would have been hooked enough to watch yeah, a couple like, more. Right, like the X Files. I'd be like, "This is the thing I'd put on when I'm really bored." If this like, was a hundred episodes, I would listen to like the idea of it. As someone who's like burning through the OC, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I yeah, can do yeah. this mindlessly." <laughs> the the fact that it's 327. Not, um, yeah, not a fucking chance. Let's all become toxic fans. Uh, when we do, we want what? We can't talk about the toxic fan stuff. But yeah, so they 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 flee the house and then we hard cut to Stanford University present day, and the first person we see. Is the queen herself, Adrienne Palicki, Tyra Collette. I don't buy I this fake no non-Southern accent that she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Isn't she from Toledo? Yes. This show is, this Famously show is all about Southern. She, she gives me like... She gives me like Mandy Moore slash Jessica Simpson character yeah. vibes in this. Is it because she's wearing a nurse costume? Yeah. It's because yeah. she is in this episode exclusively to look hot and symbolize the life that Sam could have. Yep. There's a moment where she where he's like, I don't know what I'd do without you, Jess, and I was like, spoken like a true thing to a person who will continue to be around as the <laughs> show moves on. I, yeah. I, uh, I was like, Well, I know she's in Friday Night Lights the next year, so she must not last past this season. And, um, uh yeah, yeah, when when she's when it, whatever that the thing was said, I was just like, Oh, she is extremely getting <laughs> fridged today, isn't she? Uh, yeah. The presence of her and then the words executive producer McGee were a potent combination. <laughs> uh, after the after God, the I love scene. I love the history of McGee, which I learned about because I don't because know he was supposed to because he he at some point was supposed to be on some oh He's God. a hack director. 
some Tom Cruise project that got canceled because Tom Cruise signed on to War of the Worlds because I listen to movie podcasts now. Um, Mm -hmm. He didn't end up doing that Tom Cruise project. But he started as a member of Sugar Ray, and then he (laughs) started... Yes, he was he was he was a high school friend with Mark McGrath. uh, Yeah, he was a member of Sugar Ray. He was going to be the he was going to be the leading man, and then he realized that he couldn't do it. And then and then so Mark McGrath took over as a leading man. And then he came sort of became the band's producer, but also he wrote some songs. Yep. And then he started writing, and then he started producing and directing music videos, including Fastballs the Way, Smash Mouth's All Star. Uh, I mean, other just like. if we're being honest about McG and we use the parlance of, of a show that I think we were alluding to, Blank Check, McG's Blank Check is the all-star video. He made the all-star yeah. video and then he got to make whatever he wanted after that, which included, like, Charlie's Angels movies. Right, yeah. and a Terminator sequel, whatever. I think, the, I mean, McG, McG is such a funny figure in Hollywood, but I feel like he's ten times funnier just by going by mcg oh he's like what, i mean that makes he, everything so much funny if he's we were from talking kalamazoo about him, he goes right. by he's like the his, second most famous person from kalamazoo besides derek jeter i'm pretty sure like he, he, derek his name is joseph can you imagine if this guy went by joseph nickel that like, was exactly what i was gonna say like oh did you check out that nickel that joseph nickel movie does not work like did no. you see the new fucking mcg movie mcg <laughs> I, this is the first I've ever heard of this person. <laughs> this uh, would be like this would be like if I became a famous director and was like I'm going by T Man. Like that's <laughs> like everyone. No, my my name, my professional name, my Wikipedia page is going to be T Man and or Turkey. <laughs> we are so one scene gonna, into this show. We are gonna, we are going to wrap up this <laughs> McG thing with the fact that McG wrote the Superman movie that was going to star Nicolas Cage. And then dropped out of it eventually when it was going to shoot in Australia. Because he dropped he out of, of so flying. many fucking things. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he hates flying. He fears flying so much he dropped out of a movie about, it was going to be called Superman Flyby. He wrote this movie. It was going to clearly, like, imagine a Superman afraid of flying. I mean, him, him and Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, know. that's yeah. a, such a but director that, thing to do. But the king... <laughs> King Kubrick was just like, well, now I'm going to use that to make a movie that's in New York, but actually it's London, yeah. and it's going to be nightmarish because of that. Because yeah. he was like, I have the clout to make everyone fly to me. Yeah. McG uh, does not. <sighs> so yeah, Sam is now going to Stanford. In fact, he got a 174 on his LSAT, which like, good job, Sam. Cool, yeah. Uh, that's we need to learn cool. that he's smart. We do. Uh, and But Sam, yeah, he's got, his, he's got this future. Uh, congrats to him. Uh, he's out with friends. Uh, he's like, I hate Halloween. Uh, that was a I, really great line about a guy who grew up with... Th- that's such a good trope of yeah. like the person who deals with the supernatural shit hating the holiday Halloween. Like, I love that trope, absolutely. Like, is it like all you people me. are making light of this real horrible thing that goes on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Absolutely love that trope. <laughs> he's like, you're out here dressed as demons. Well, a demon killed my mom. <laughs> yeah, or you just get severe PTSD going to the Halloween party and start, like, throwing steaks at people. And, like, it's not good. Uh, but, yeah, so he's, uh, he's, he's like, I've got an interview for law school. It's here on Monday. It's really important. I'm going to do great, and I can't miss it. Nothing, though, will stop me. It's going to be great. And then we get uh, him in bed uh, later that night, and he wakes up, and then we get a silhouette shaky cam fight scene because it's 2005. 
Man. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, it's Fucking very clear that this is here. gonna be his brother, and also like, I, I can't believe that they continue to fight for this long without realizing who they are. But I suppose, I don't know. But they yeah. do. Dean knows who he is. He broke in. But yeah, yeah, they instantly are like, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, what you do with brothers. I've been told. Yeah, I, we, we have to learn that they're both good at fighting. This is just yeah. exposition stuff. But we have to get also that he keeps it up, like it's mm-hmm. like. Because he's like, you're getting rusty. Uh, and then he's like, Dean? And then he gets flipped. By, and then like Sam flips on the ground. He's like, maybe not. And then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tyra, Jer- uh, Adrian. Uh, what's her character's name? Doesn't matter. Jess. I already forget. Jessica. Jess? Okay. Cool. Her character's name is Jess. Not to be confused with the Jessica who's in the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, she's just like, is everything all right? And uh, Dean is just like, hello, hi. Who are you? You yeah, are let me go. far let too me good looking. You're far too on. looking to be with my cute brother. Which is a fucking <laughs> thing that happens with Adrian Plecky all the damn time. Like, she just dates people and then has their relatives tell them that she's too hot for them. That's her <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Too bad there's not a dad here to be like, "What are you? Are you manipulating my son who's ugly?" <laughs> 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 uh, so so Dean is there to recruit Sam because he's like dad went on a dad's missing a few days and he's like that's fine he's like he's on a hunting trip and he went missing a few days and then Sam's Wink. just like yeah Sam's just like Jessica we need I need uh, to talk with my brother um, this is important family business and then we uh, cut to a trunk full of gear basically we also get extremely good expository dialogue. Oh my gosh. Um, when we were growing we up really without mom, title we got show. a gun when we were nine. As you know, we grew <laughs> was, up without him. He a- said, <laughs> the exact thing is he's just like, you know, like, and her dad raised us this way. He's like, when I said that there was a creature in my closet, he gave me a gun. He's like, well, what else was he going to do? And he's like, and then it's just like, you were, I was nine. And then there's the part where it's just like, you know, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. And then Dean is just like, you should be. You know what's out there. <laughs> Which, incredible. Especially, yeah, also, your mom got killed by a demon. Like, if you're reporting a creature in your closet, I would also assume it's real. Like, yeah. Although I don't know if shooting it with a nine is going to do anything. But well, well, as we, we learn like, later, we, it does do something. Learn, they'll do stuff. because Depends will, on the kind of demon. They will shoot it. They will soak the bullet in the blood of a dead man. Yeah. That's a well, good that tip. only happens in the finale. But yeah, so they, uh, we're, we're like, all right, we're going to go. Sam's just like, listen, Jessica, I'll be back on Monday. My future's on the line. Don't worry. I want to start a life with you. And you're like, she's dead. Oh, my God, she's dead. She's so dead <laughs> of right course now. She's, of course, of course, of course. I mean, and, like, this is one of those things where, like, this pilot hits on a lot of, it asks a lot of questions where the answer has to be, yeah, because otherwise there wouldn't be a TV show. Yeah. Or like, they, like, does he yeah. miss, does he miss this interview? Yeah. Yes. Does yeah. he, does he go with him? Yeah. Like it's everything on this is just like, they yeah, could have no. built to like a breakup or whatever. Not necessarily. No, 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 no. That's not what kind of show this is. This sets, yeah. this sets, this sets the tone. The only way it built, it could work if a breakup with a breakup is then like if like she gets turned into a vampire and then becomes the bad character, you know, one of the major bad guys for like a season. So the vampire right. diaries killing, killing her killing her in a supernatural way would give her motor, give him That happens with the character that we all know and love Jenny uh later. <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, but yeah, so uh, we then get uh, uh, like uh, we cut to an interlude where it's, it's Jericho, California, and we get uh, we get just a, a teenager driving down the road, and he sees this woman in a in white uh, dress standing alone, and and then he's just like, "Yo, I gotta I gotta pull over and I gotta pull over and help this person." Uh, hello, and she's like, she's like, you know, like seducing him, and he's just like, "Yo, what's she's up?" Played, she's played by an ex NFL cheerleader, so. <laughs> does make sense. And he's he's like, I gotta get you into my life. And then she's just like, cool. Um, I'm going to uh, have you go to a creepy old house. You're gonna get spooked the hell out of there. Uh, and then you're gonna drive away thinking that you've left me behind. But boom! I'm in the back! Wow. And then you're gonna crash the car. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just blood on the windshield. Um, they should have had the title appear again on screen, I thought, after this. <laughs> <laughs> this was very much a first well, scene of the episode before the commercial. Yes. Uh, it should be, it should that be would like have been an good bit. Pops up all the time. Uh, if they had it happen three or four times in the pilot, that would have been such a good bit. I would have absolutely loved it. In case it. you forgot like, what like you're the, watching. Like the uh, the Full Metal Alchemist ad bumpers. Like if it just full went metal super, Alchemist. Yeah, but if it just went supernatural. And then, like, it cuts back, it comes back, and it just goes supernatural again, and then we see yeah. the scene. Yo, yeah. uh, the, the uh, difference between the supernatural title card in episode one and episode yes. 328. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had to keep oh ramping God. it up because the original title card just wasn't offering enough endorphins. No, there weren't enough, like, there wasn't I, enough viscerality in the it original. It is a very, uh, 2005 TV show decision to not have a theme song. Yeah. yeah. Where it is just supernatural. Because it's all, lost. it's all, uh, yeah, it's all, well, it's all the post-lost. Mm-hmm. We're just going to get a, a blurry or, you know, typeface, and there will be a sound effect, and then we're in the show. Yeah. Uh, which, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it, it can work. Um yeah, it's fine. So they stop for gas, and then Sam's just like, Sam, we learn that uh, Dean and, and, and his dad run credit card scams to get money. Uh, Good gig. And that's how they, like, pay for the hunting It clearly trips. gets more lucrative later. Yeah, I wonder maybe. if they start, they probably, maybe they get hired eventually or something. Or, yeah. like, you know, like, they, there's a hoard of gold with stuff. Who knows? Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, maybe they find, we will maybe they know. slay a dragon. Or because they're always his... on the move, they don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. They they don't want for anything. You know, they they have to they have to live a nomad life because they commit so many felonies and yeah, maybe they kill episode. a really rich werewolf and then just they, take they over have an his house. They have an outstanding they... warrant in like one third of counties in the United States <laughs> for impersonating an FBI officer. Yeah, I was I was yeah, like I was like, is this going to come back? I'm so glad that it did. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, well, I mean, we have, this is the part where we're going to get our first long slowdown because while they're in the car, mm. it's revealed that there's a cassette collection, a badass yes. uh, cassette Sam, collection. Sam is like Iron Maiden, Motorhead, Metallica. Says Black Sabbath. You got an update. Says Black Sabbath, Metallica, Motorhead. Okay. And then he's Sorry, like, Sabbath. this is the worst of mullet rock. And my note is just like, Dean has great cassettes. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> except, the one, except then the song they play after is some butt rock track. Yeah. But like, well, but that's that's so representative of the time. They didn't it's like, what? You want to listen to Black Sabbath? That's because they can't get the rights to actually be listening to Sabbath or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, if they were cruising around listening to fucking Children of the Grave and doing this. Yeah, dude. Incredible, incredible shit. This whole show could be summed up with the title track of the first record, the eponymous track. 
what is this that stands before me? Yeah. Although it must be funny. I feel like Dean does have the vibes of like, yeah, I've got some Talica and he puts on like reload. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, term. we also do get a sense of like Dean's other taste based on the names he gives FBI agents and stuff because he calls himself Ted Nugent later in this episode. And yeah. then in the finale, there's the thing where he was agent Bon, bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> What what are their names in this one when they get there? Isn't this when they use the um No, they say Mulder and Scully. They call the no. other people Mulder and Scully, yeah. Um which again, it's a recent cultural reference <laughs> to call them that. It says here in the uh, pilot um that they just use uh sta- they just show a US Marshal badges, but they don't give names. They weren't having mm. fun uh, yet. Cuz yeah, he gives he shows the badge and the guy is just like you're pretty young for a marshal and then they do lie really well because he handles it and goes, well, aren't you sweet? Or something like that. Like, oh, that's that nice. Was not, that was nice. That. You like, know, I thought that this, I thought that this character actor policeman was a better actor than either of the leads. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, like, no, the leads are, uh, so the leads are amazing. Bad. They're great at this. They're so no, They are fantastic bad. for this. They are exactly what I want from this. I They're like perfect. how uncomfortable they are at the crime scene. Like, having watched a bunch of other FBI uh, agents investigating potentially supernatural uh, crime scenes and how comfortable they are when they waltz up to it. Oh my God. Are these guys well, stiff these guys are what? as a board? Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're also what? Like 25 and like And just dumb as hell. Like I yeah. love it. This is bro Witcher is really my feelings on this. Mm. It is. It is definitely bro Witcher without a doubt. And it, it it's that's good like because like yeah. it, it is it's it's monster of the week it's pitched perfectly for what it is I mean yeah you know it's it's schlocky in a perfect way uh, there's uh, it's interestingly cars. I think a lady in white is one of the first things you fight in The Witcher like it's uh, it, yeah in Witcher three there's the drowned uh, yeah uh, the lady the in, the well. in the well this is bro vampire yeah, diaries right. to me I they're like this is you know what it is it's not it's not bro. It's himbo Witcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a like, perfect dumb guy show. Yeah, it's himbo. It's shit. himbos. Yeah, and they're and they're they're beautiful, dumb, wonderful himbos. <laughs> it's really the thing. <laughs> like they're just they seem like perfectly sweet dumb so boys. Gonna, a himbo got one seventy four in his all set. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Uh, so yeah, they they you know they they talk to these cops. Uh, Dean basically says a cab when he talks about how incompetent they are, uh, calls the FBI agents Mulder and Scully and they go to find, um, Amy, who is the girlfriend of the guy who died. And they're just like, yeah, we're his uncles. Uh, what's going on? Do you know what happened? And you're just like, that's your lie. Uncles. Yeah. That's your lie. Cousins. Uh, and there's a friend there who's just like, well, I heard about this guy. I love that. It's just like goth girlfriend and her goth best friend is who they talk yeah. to in this tiny yeah. town. And so, yeah, from there they learn about Constance Welch. Her two children died. Her husband, you know, is still alive. Uh, and they're just like, yeah, we got a, we got a woman in white. And they say that in that casual way that I love when shows do this, when they're just like, well, this is clearly established vernacular and everyone knows what this means. We are going to explain to the main character what happened in his life, but we are not going to explain <laughs> to the audience what these monsters are immediately. We're just going to say it, and you're going to go, of course. But if you, like, know your cryptids or whatever, then, like, it's kind of exciting or whatever. You're like, oh, shit, they're doing a woman in white plot. <laughs> Except you probably got that from when she first appeared. 
Yeah, as somebody who doesn't know his cryptids, I just learned that this is, you know, like an established thing while watching this show. So, so the, so the, so the girl is in like this tattered dress and the guy and the first time when we see him pick her up says, we're just coming back from a Halloween party, but this has been happening for 20 years. So like, like are other people just like, Oh yeah, this woman in tattered clothing who only speaks in like three word sentences. I'd like to fuck her, please. Yes. Yeah, well, I suppose I mean, that's, that's the implication. Yeah, just like, oh, there's a hot lady, like, and uh, I'll pick her up, and then sure, there's definitely can't be too good to be true. That she's I mean, I immediately guess like there are only ten cases over the course of twenty years. I don't know that it would be top of mind for me if I also, saw a hot lady on the side of the road. Also, as a normal human being in the show, I, I I would, or as a normal human being. I would identify with the normal teen who doesn't believe in ghosts. <laughs> like, well, that's just that's I wouldn't stop idiocy. <laughs> Get the fuck yeah, out well, of here. Yeah, well, you exist in this show, Ian, not in the real world, so ghosts are real. Duh. But the people, like, it's not common it's well knowledge proven. within the show. You could, you could also probably say that she has, like, some level of aura or whatever that, like, adds to her seductive... Oh right, yeah. I can't. I can't thing. make the wisdom saving throw because she's got advantage because of her aura. Absolutely. Yeah. So they. I mean, like, they go to confront her. Dean uh, is just like, you know, is like, nope. I know what's going on. Uh, we're gonna get rid of you. Um, and oh, you know what? Actually, first they have the the break. They have the fight because Sam mentions something about like they get. This is where they like you know go back and forth about dad and the way he raised them and then it's just like yeah he like you know or you're, and he's like I don't even remember mom if it wasn't for the photos and then Dean gets really mad that his brother who was literally a baby died or who was literally a baby when their mother died like is disrespecting her memory it's is he disrespecting her memory choice. or is he just saying she's dead I she's not coming don't back yeah, her, yeah. No, it's, it's literally yeah it's, she's dead and she's not coming back so based on later dialogue, it seems like people like, can come back from back. the dead in this also, show. Yeah, also just based on the premise of the show, it's like probably could. So it depends like, what happened. Maybe that's why he's all mad. Although about it. I feel like getting strapped to a ceiling and then exploded in demonic flames probably is harder to resurrect than like a guy had a head injury or whatever. Anything, anything is possible. They spot the ghost. She jumps off the bridge. They go like they they like chase after real quick. And then she possesses the car and uh, drives it towards them, and then you know they jump. And over. they try to and they run. They run straight instead of um, simply just going to the other lane or whatever and making the I, car have to do a U-turn on a bridge or anything. I, get after. I them. refuse. Uh, listen, Travis. If you're going to start with that critique, you have to critique literally every piece of media where somebody runs away from something. It's always stupid. He does. He does critique yeah. every single piece <laughs> of media. That's fine as long as it's he's consistent. Dumb. That's I mean, all. I always I think for. of it as the Prometheus Charlie Theron thing, but like, it, yeah, I know that it's a frequent thing. And they jump off, and Dean winds up like in the river, like covered in muck and stuff, and. Sam goes, you smell like a toilet, and then a guitar riff plays, which I... (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of really good guitar riffs. My thought here was, isn't that the bridge that she jumped off? Did she, like, put rocks on her feet? Is she a bad swimmer? It's not very high, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like she could have just survived that fall pretty easily, like... Well, maybe... uh, So, maybe the river was was higher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, it's uh, industrialization. It has to do with tides. 
the shape of the water is normal. Oh, global warming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, the river's actually dried up. I was going right. to say the moon that it's, it's, it's night was sad. experiencing some abnormality. Yeah, she jumped off during uh, the events of Bruce Almighty. But yeah, so they're like, we have to go to her body. Jesus fucking Christ, Travis. I'm pushing past. <laughs> they have to go to her dead body, and that's you know that's the key for this. So they're like, let's go ask the husband, because uh, you know dad would have done all of this. So something must have happened while he's gone missing. Um, and they uh, they're like, yeah, we got We're gonna have to go talk to the husband, but you know it's late. Let's go to the hotel. They go check into the hotel. They give the name, and the guy there is like, you got a reunion or something like that. Another one of you checked in a few nights ago. So they break into their dad's room and they find a salt circle and lots of pictures on the wall. And they're like, oh, like, okay, we know what we got to do. We're going to go talk to the husband. Let's, let's clean up. Let's get some food. Sam calls Jessica. Um, and then, like, while that's happening, like, comes back, like, oh, Dean's been arrested. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's been arrested for impersonating a U.S. Marshal. You know, he, like, warned Sam to run for it. And then we're just like, he's being interrogated. And he's just like, I told you, my name Ted Nugent, you're just like this is what the, this is the type of guy he is. Tim Riggins' ass uh, thing to do I, when you get arrested. He he's there. He's you know being interrogated, and Sam goes to visit uh, her, uh, Constance's husband, and and asks, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm a reporter. I'm working with uh, you know the guy who talked to you before. I'm here to fact check. You know, ask some questions, and then it's like you know he's like basically immediately it's like yeah. So your wife's now a ghost." It's because you cheated on her, right? And he's like, I may have made some mistakes, but she would never drown our children. Anyways, I'd like you to leave. And I like all of this for some reason. <laughs> 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 like, I was just like, I don't know why this is all just hitting me right. I think I'd had, some, it's, I'd had some wine. I was watching this. And I was just like, I'm just turning my brain off. And I love how bad they are at cover. Like, I love, I think that's really what it is. Is just like, I'm a reporter. Fact check. Can I ask you some really deeply personal questions? And then immediately, ghosts are real. <laughs> the dead yeah. walk among us. I haven't seen these guys in anything else. Is this a character choice that they make to be this? I'm acting right now, or is that just how they are? Probably. I think that's the CW has style. Honestly, I see no difference between this and and uh, Jughead. Oh yeah, this is Jughead. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, Jughead is very deliberate. That also he, that he's a melodramatic idiot. Yeah. Do you know how many times in the last month I've been saying, "I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. <laughs> I wear this weird hat everywhere." So uh, Dean, while he's in there, you know, he's just like, "I uh, I don't know what you're talking about." Because uh, the cops are like, "You clearly murdered these people," and he's his response is the right oh. Yep, did that first one when I was three years old. He's <laughs> just like, it's a whole satanic cult, you know? You your dad's older. People. He says, your dad is older. <laughs> it, it, it's, he's not wrong. That <laughs> cop is not wrong to say it. He's he's right, and he should say it. I've tactically like he, ascertained uh, that the perp's father <laughs> is... Is older than is the, aged the perp. beyond the perpetrator, yeah. Uh, so, uh, he's just, the cop's just like, well, we had this journal. What does this mean? And flips to a page that just says Dean and it's like 35 dash, uh, one, 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 you're like, I don't know what this means at all, but Dean takes it very seriously. Uh, and at that moment, Sam fakes a call to the police to draw the attention. The cop's just like, 
do you need to use the bathroom? And Dean's like, what? No. So then he handcuffs him to the table and runs off, uh, but left a paperclip. Yeah. And so he forgot that these guys are immediately. So you listen, you don't ever, you can't, you don't ever want to let these guys, you know, with any type of tools and whatever you do, don't let them behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. Um, I like that. They're driving a gigantic fucking sixties, uh, muscle car, this yeah. whole show apparently. Yeah, in- I mean, incredible. I think that's like an iconic piece of of the show. I don't, or I don't it's doubt them that. driving around over. Yeah, it's just it is just kind of ridiculous that that's. I'm always it's saying like the 60s, like I want to drive really dangerously for 15 seasons in a car that doesn't have crumple zones. That seems <laughs> like a good idea to me. But no, so uh, they, he escapes from there. They meet back up. He's just like, I know what's going on, and I've got the journal. Uh, and dad, dad never goes anywhere without this journal, so it must be really bad. As you know, and he's just like, well, dad left doesn't these, go anywhere without. As you know, journal. as you know, it is though an impressive lack of like myth building. Like, there's like a lot of like, here's what's happened to the characters, but there's never like an extended part of like, this is the world that we live in. Yeah, monsters, and you know, it's just like, no, we're matter of fact about that. But he's like, oh, the coordinates. It takes us to somewhere in Colorado. You know, we make it in the morning, and Sam's just like, I got to go back. I got I got this interview for college. I can't. He's like, right, yeah, of course. Of course, you're serious about that. You want to build a better <laughs> life than what we ever had. That's wild. They, the, As they're talking about this, the woman appears in front of the car, uh, and, uh, and Sam, like, is in the car. The woman's just like, take me home. And he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. And she's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Locks the car and drives off with like cool him move. strapped in there. Yeah, I mean, anytime uh, you know uh, a car that doesn't have automatic locks uh, is treated like it has automatic locks, you're like, shit is up. This car's haunted. And they arrive at the old house, and, and Constance is just like, I can't go in there. And he's just like, oh, that's the whole thing. You're just afraid to go home. Uh, and so she like. He's, you know, realizing all this, she's like, okay, this is a trickier one. I'm going to try and seduce him. Uh, that's not working. Why don't I just start to turn into my horrific, decayed form on top of him? It's weird Looks that her thing cool. is like, she seeks out unfaithful men and then kills them. And then when a guy is like, I'm good, she's like, I'm going to kill you anyway. Ghosts. Uh, I need to seduce you. This ghost is just like a rapist. Like, I'm not a fan. <laughs> This ghost's a real hypocrite, you know? It, it, it's, it preaches that it's seeking justice for these people and then just continues to ignore it. I mean, she got this far, I, you know? It, it's classic sunk cost fallacy. It takes fallacy. two to tango, Constance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When does, when, how, how often does it not work? Who knows? People don't yeah. really live to tell the tale. Right. Yeah, 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 really. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Dean wouldn't have lived, or Sam wouldn't have lived were it not for Dean showing up, who then starts shooting the ghost. That doesn't really do anything to her, but, like, bother her. Perfect fucking dumb guy move to shoot a ghost. <laughs> He's shooting. He puts like 25 fucking rounds in this ghost, which really he's just shooting at his brother. <laughs> it's so and his own car. It's so like kudos to him for having great aim, apparently, because it is just like, let me shoot this intangible fucking creature. I mean, I guess, you know, maybe they have special bullets. If she can uh. physically harm other people maybe she is semi-tangible when she's like in when she wants to be she's like the ghosts from the matrix and the twins matrix reloaded and revolutions 
She's like They're ghost so Pokemon. Fucking you just can't you can't punch her, but you can do most of the things. So while this shooting is happening, Sam is just like perfect. I know what I need to do. She said she can't go into the house, but she's trapped in the car. I'm gonna drive the car into the house, which is some genius D and D style logic. <laughs> yeah. Just like well, I have a car, and that house is old. I'm in the living room now. <laughs> like, and also I here we learn so why the car. They choose a car that doesn't have crumple zones, and it stays one solid block of metal no matter what you drive it yeah. into. It's so they can drive through the facade of a house. This thing's a fucking tank. Of an old house wonderful. that, for some reason, is just like still like seems oddly well maintained for all things. Well, the kids live there, as we find out. Yeah. Yeah, and then it turns into the um, the others for a moment. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there are two creepy kids. Because, yeah, while they're, they're tussling, then these two creepy ghost kids are just like, Mommy! And then she, like, stops, cries, and then they all turn into water. Um, Which and is that's, cool. that's cool it. Thing. They're just like, oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, you were too afraid to face your uh, what you've done, but you have to make peace with uh, what, what you've done, and then you can finally move on. And that's how it happens. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, Everyone's okay, happy. Cool. Let's get in the car and drive out of this building. <laughs> yeah, I'd love if they showed them like trying to back out and like doing a three-point turn in the middle of this living room. <laughs> if, it was, if it was the Austin Powers hallway yeah. turnaround, <laughs> as they're just just in this car, just like yeah, they're like, let me just clear some debris so I can get to the door. Oh, uh, we've got we've got you know a banister. We've got we've got you know banister on this. On this hood, let's just move all of this. It's wild. So what do you think they got written up for in the police report about this car crash? Like, they definitely found a lot of bullet casings at the scene. God, they did find bullet casings and then a collapsed building. And they are just going to be like... And like tire tracks leading up to the house, but the car is gone. Tire tracks leading up to the house, tire tracks leading away from the house. (laughs) Tire tracks in both directions in the living room. (laughs) And they're like, isn't this the house where that woman killed her two kids <laughs> and then herself? And then the go- the police chief is going to go, well, nothing to do here. Yeah, what, what did we learn Let's from just, this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the burn after reading ending. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what this is. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they're like, yeah, dad's at Blackwater Ridge. But Sam's like, I can't go. I got to get back for that interview. Um. And, and he returns home, and there's cookies on the table, and a note that just says, missed you, love you. And he's like, oh, this is great. And there's, like, a shower. So he's like, oh, Jessica's probably in the shower. I'm going to lay down on the bed. Oh, no! She's on the ceiling dead, too! <laughs> and she's bursting into They're flames. not dead when they're on the ceiling. They're, yeah. like, in shock. They're like, like oh, uh, shit, I'm about to explode in fire. Bursts into flames. And she's, and then he's just like, Jessica, Jessica. And Dean comes running in. Tara. <laughs> Tara. And he's just like, he, he grabs <laughs> Sam. It's a bookend. That's like how the first episode started with Sam being carried out by Dean away from a woman who was on fire on a ceiling. The beautiful poetic imagery is repeated of once more a woman on fire on the ceiling. Uh, it is, it's and, some uh, Freddy Krueger shit to do to someone. I like, thought the exact same thing. It reminded away. me of the Tina yeah. <laughs> scene. Yeah. Uh, and then the fire, uh, you know, we see the, we see, like, the fire department's there, and, and Dean and Sam are, are, like, sitting there, and they're packing their stuff in the car. And then Sam's just like, we got work to do. And then we slam the trunk, and it, as they slam the trunk, we go into the credits. And 
I had a great time. Yeah, the first episode pretty was good a blast. Pilot, yeah, um, absolutely would pilot. watch like, the first couple seasons of this show. Yeah, like so. Um, I, I, I think one of the things that we have to talk about when we do this show is we have to like you know really like evaluate this pilot pilot as if it works. And I, I do think that like this pilot hits. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this pilot rules. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it. Yeah, it seems like a butt rock update of the X Files. Which I want. <laughs> that sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, like, that sounds good. <laughs> it's it's that it's like um, the X Files playing at that festival in Columbus that's every year. Uh, it's it's that? like how uh, I forget what it called. used to be. Rock on the Range. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's always got like Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> but no. So uh, uh, they uh, I like this pilot. Yeah, it gets me. It works. I mean, it does fall into the fridging of a woman, and it is. Some of the most extreme fridging because they fridge twice. I'm mm. saying fridging too much. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard to top the originator of Green Lantern's girlfriend getting cut up and shoved into his fridge. But this hits on that same thing of hero comes home from a day at work and is like, honey. And then is like, oh, no, yeah. you're dead. The fact that it happens to his mom. Uh, how many times do you think in the rest of the show a woman is pinned to the ceiling and lit on fire? <laughs> I hope and, it's like, just it every episode. <laughs> I yeah, I think this pilot works. Uh, and I think a funny detail that I learned uh, was that originally, to give you an idea of what type of person um, uh, Eric Kripke is, uh, did anyone else see what the original plan from the names of these two characters was going to be? No, it was going to be Sal and Dean. Wow! Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's why. I wondered if you'd figure it out real there. Uh, that's uh, it's the on-the-road characters. <laughs> yeah, oh, the <laughs> okay. <laughs> Incredibly, like, yeah, we're going to have this show. People are going to go around the country. They're going to be fighting monsters. In their cool-ass car. Sal and Dean God. in their old car. And, like, it doesn't work. And they admi- he admits, like, yeah, Sal wasn't going to work. So we changed it to Sam. Uh, and Especially in the Winchesters. Gonna- it's like, why are you naming kids Sal? Like, well, it wasn't going to be Sal Winchester. Oh, it was going to be Sal, Sal Harrison. It was going to be Sal and Dean Harrison because he just wanted to name him as a nod because he loves uh, Han Solo, and he was like, "Yeah, we'll get like some Harrison Ford." Oh my Devil god, May, Devil make Harris swagger. That, but what happened rolls. was there was a Sam Harrison living in Kansas, so for legal reasons, <laughs> they couldn't do that name. <laughs> uh. So they were like, Especially okay, with um, the fandom that this show developed, what yeah, could have happened so he, to that guy? He's like, modern Western will do Winchester, but the dad was going to be Jack Winchester. Same thing, Jack Winchester in Kansas. So he's like, his name's John. <laughs> like, It's just funny that legal, <laughs> multiple times, like, I'm sorry, you can't do that name. Huh. Uh, sorry, no, that's not, that's not going to work. Didn't know you could do that. Hmm. Uh, and Travis, you alluded to it, and I think this is the spot where we have to touch on it. It's impossible to talk about Supernatural without talking about a genuinely... Very remarkable supportive fan base. Like, this show uh, never did great in the ratings. Um, it's, you know, throughout the 15 years that it was on, uh, it in, when it debuted, there were 4.5 million viewers, which put it at 165th in the Nielsen ratings. And uh, by the end, like, you know, it was dipping down to under a million people watching. But, it, yeah. you know, they... They kept it going, you know, because it was it was never, you know, a big hit. 
it was it, it just always did well enough to keep going. Like it was always yeah. like, and and like if you're an adver- if you're an advertiser enough about it. Yeah. If you're an advertiser, it's pro- it's appealing to be like, okay, we'd have we know exactly what the demo for this show is and it's the same every time and like we can keep hitting them very specifically very easily. It must so. it probably be kind of nice if you're like, hey, I know exactly who's going to watch it. It's never going to dip below this number and like you know that part of show promotion where you have to try to reach new people, we could just save ourselves some time and not do that at all. Yeah. You can tell the fandom that it has by its time slots because it had six time slots over the years 9 p.m on tuesdays when it's when it started then 9 p.m on thursdays then the death knell 9 p.m on fridays baby keeps it going gets moved to wednesday at 8 p.m thursday at 8 p.m and then um uh monday or or 9 p.m wednesday 8 p.m thursday and then ends 8 p.m mondays um and uh, like once you when you put streaming services into this, eventually I don't know. Like, well, that's hits the, that's what happens. Is it was there was a moment where they're like, oh, we don't know if we're going to renew this, um, but then it gets added to it gets part of the uh, early CW contracts with Netflix in like 2012 or something like that, um, where it's like yeah, there's like six seasons out or five seasons or something like this, so you know 2010 or whatever. And it gets, like, a lot of people binge it, the five seasons in between the seasons, and then start watching it. So they're just like, oh, we can just keep it going through that. But yeah, all of these time slots, it had a variety of lead-ins, like, this show, or, or it led into these shows. Like, it was paired with a murderer's row of CW shows, Gilmore Girls, Smallville, wow. Vampire Diaries, wow. Nikita, which I don't know what that Never is. Never heard of it in my life. Arrow. I no remember idea. Nikita uh, being a thing. Uh, the originals, the spin-off. The originals, of, oh my god! The spin-off of the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> that you've fallen far if you're leading <laughs> the, lead the originals. Lead. The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Riverdale, a show called Legacies, Roswell, wow. New Mexico, and then The Outpost. Wow! Yeah, this show was on for so uh, long. It's it's so yeah, like that in and of itself is just like oh, here is the show. Um, you know, do we? It never fell out of the top five, but it never hit like at the top five of CW rankings. But it like never hit one. Yeah. Um, uh, do, then, we, do we have anything else we need to say about these fans? I feel like it's yes. an interesting. Yeah. We need to discuss the Omega. Yeah, uh, it was very sweet when um, Jared uh, <laughs> opened up to talking about how he'd been really struggling with depression, and at a comic con, they like all then like during the panel they like shut the lights out and like all had candles. And like sang him a song. That seemed very sweet. Didn't at they some never... point like one of them got married and then fans like threatened his wife for fucking with their OTP, which is Sam Indeed? Uh, yes, because one of them married somebody who was on the show as yeah, like and the romantic like, you've, ruined my, you've ruined my shipping. Yeah, and that's. By not fucking your brother. That's huh. what we got to talk about. Uh, but the Omegaverse, uh, we also need to talk about uh, the subgenre of erotic fan fiction that involves wolf people uh, and. Humans are divided into a dominance hierarchy of alphas, betas, and omegas. It's uh, fun that it is this old understanding of uh, wolves, you know, is really key on that. Because, like, didn't we learn that wolf pack is actually just bullshit like yes. that? The whole Yes. And the Omegaverse wasn't spawned entirely out of this, uh, or at least the tropes of it. But 
According to Wikipedia, the origin of the contemporary Omegaverse subgenre is typically attributed to the fandom surrounding the American television series Supernatural as an offshoot of the male pregnancy subgenre of erotic fanfiction. A 2010 huh. real-person fiction work focused on supernatural actors Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles mentions alpha males having knots on their penises and those men without the knots being the bitch males. In November 2010, a similar work was posted in a supernatural fanfiction community and used the now commonly used terminology of alphas, betas, and omegas along with their basic traits. The genre subsequently expanded in popularity to other fan communities, particularly those focused around the 2013 television series Hannibal and the 2011 series Teen Wolf. Huh. So, so this is who they were thanking after the uh, series finale when they were all standing on the bridge. This is who they were talking to directly, the people yes. who wrote those stories. They were like, thank you, Omega Chippers. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you, legions of people who wanted me to fuck the character point, or wanted brothers to have sex on this show and have not penises. Steven, you wanted to talk, though, about your favorite characters? Yeah, my favorite character in either of these episodes, other than Jenny, who we all know and love, um, is uh, the guy. And this is this is like a guy that I love in every series. There's some in X-Files, there's some in Law and Order, there's some in CSI. But the guy who had an opportunity to be on screen for two minutes and just went for it. And that guy is the husband who's like, you don't know what it was like. Yeah, maybe I wasn't the best husband all the time. But that doesn't mean that she would have ever killed her sons. She would never. It couldn't have been her. Not, not my Constance. Like, I love that guy every time it happens. Every time I'm like, yes, this guy's fucking going for it. I would. It's, it's an, uh, it would be an honor to have a role like that. Yeah. Um, you know, being being bit part that helps set up the central mystery of a single episode seems perfect. Yeah. So now we got to do the other half of the show. We got to talk about Carry On. Yeah. Uh, and this one's going to go fast because I the episode started and I thought to myself, which type of finale is this going to be? Is this going to be the the climactic end of the you know the the, the conflict or did that get settled, and now we now get to say goodbye to the characters? Yeah, and it was the second one, the so second really one. not much happens. Yeah. Oh my god, kind of, kind it of was the, the most the second one I've ever seen. Finale. There were ten minutes of this <laughs> of this finale where no one was talking. At least of the forty minutes of the last episode, there was ten minutes of either someone driving or doing chores or looking at a dog. <laughs> Turning off the lights. <laughs> That's the opening! And music yeah. playing. One character's like, let me make my bed perfectly. The other character's like, eh, whatever. It's Goofus and Gallant at the start. <laughs> like, one's like, let me do the dishes. The other's like, let my dog lick the dishes. Also, okay, when you talk about, like, the recap, like, the previously on thing for this episode... Oh, so wait, so Matt and I probably did the same thing, which is slam skip yeah, yeah. recap. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. That was my favorite part. Watching this watching the recap, guys, you gotta watch the recap. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not no, It was so is. good. No, it's it's better to do that. especially because none of the shit comes up. No it doesn't. None of it came up at all. They like they like created as far as I could tell, like a, they created like a new Christ or something, and yeah, then so there's so so, comes so, so their friend so their friend that, is no, God. No, that must come up because there's that Jack guy that gets mentioned twice. Yeah, so their friend like, is your friend God. Jack made this, and I was and like, then, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, their friend is God. Uh, they're is that I mean God is, is that all you had written down? Because like I didn't write I could, anything down because I was expecting it to come up in the episode. No, nothing. It, it was just didn't I mean, happen. It was, it, yeah, nothing happened. Previously nothing, on, some other shit. 
What's really important, though, is like, so they're sitting in the start of the episode, and they're like, we got, nothing's come across the wire, everything seems to be pretty good, and then Dean is like, no, so there is something coming across the wire, and this is the point where I was like, what happened to Sam's voice in these <laughs> yeah, 15 years? Yeah, that was my first note, Sam's voice is so much deeper now. Um, and what happened but, to uh, both of their hair, man? He's like, yeah, there's something we gotta go to. And then they get in the car, which kudos to the car for making through all 15 seasons. I bet this is actually, I bet in show this is the third version of the car or something like that. Or they had to make a deal with Satan to bring the car back. By the way, the car is from hell. That sounds fair. The car is from hell. (laughs) (laughs) They go to a pie festival. Yeah, duh. And the sign says Akron Pie Festival. And I Mm -hmm. think to myself, well, this isn't that Akron. No, it's not Akron. Nothing. It's the only Akron. <laughs> this looks nothing like Akron, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, they didn't try which at all. Which is like a mid-sized city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they turned as I mean, we are all children of Northeast Ohio here. Uh, all all fine Portage County people. We have all spent you know time in Akron, Ohio, and they turned it into Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Yeah. There was like they, yes. this yeah, is yeah. cute they and really picturesque, did. and I was like, this is LeBron James did not come from this town. Yeah. But I'm like, this is not Akron. It's just something that happens to be called Akron. Yeah. Uh, and they and they they talk about their missing friends while they're sitting here having pie. He, like the six most awkward thing where they were like, he's like, I love pie, and Sam's like, I miss these people that died. And then... <laughs> they could have the, died yesterday. They could have died several seasons ago. I don't know. Don't need to know. And, and then Dean was like, we'll never know. And then Dean was like, shut up and just eat pie. And he's like, you're right. And that's how that, well, that's like, how that scene take, goes. He's like, we gotta keep on living, you know? It's what we fought for. This better world for everyone. So this was and the like, scene what where happened. Um, I, I feel like this is going to be an interesting thing to watch with all of the shows that we're going to uh, do this with. Like the way that the show kind of burrows into its own style of dialogue writing, not necessarily like exposition and like the content of what it's saying, but like the like way that they quip with each other is so yes. inaccessible to me. Yes. After 15 seasons of like them only being watched by super fans, the way that they talk to each other, I, I it was they may as well have been just like making sounds with their mouths. It felt like the hangover to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and so he's like, "You gotta have some of this pie." And he's like, "You're right. I will have some." And then he shoves a piece of pie in uh, his brother's face. And, and then there's a guitar riff. <laughs> And, and there's some guy in the background who thinks that's the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. It rules. It's very no, good I, to do this. It, it, that moment where he shoves fa- high in his face and then it's like, bow, bow. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm watching Full House. <laughs> oh, <God."> like, <laughs> And like, soon oh. we see a Full House. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. He's right. We see, a, we see a full suburban house. Uh, in in the wild wilderness of Canton, Ohio. Yep. Uh, now the post-industrial in the, sh- in the shadow of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> underneath, these people. underneath the great mountains of Canton. <laughs> I- there in the distance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, uh, like they this this family this family is attacked by guys in skull masks. Like the 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 father opens Juggalo the door. Juggalo vampires. Juggalo vampires, yeah. as we learn. It's a real uh, thing. He, it, it's a, it's a, it's a menace we all have to deal with. 
But yeah, he opens the door. No one's there. He turns around. Boom. Sword right fucking through the chest. Really fucking sharp if you could go through a guy. <laughs> dude, that is wild. It's wild. That dude, like, if I wish he turned around and there was just the hilt, like, of a sword in his back. Yeah. And then the sword. <laughs> fucking, T, fucking T-1000 to this guy. Yeah. It's, I it's just. I really love when when we've had an entire episode of, like, normal camera angles. And then very suddenly the camera's on the fucking floor. And we're looking up at the guy who comes through the door. And I'm like, no, nothing's going to happen here. Like, <laughs> like, I, like, they put the camera on the floor to watch us. Get, watch that guy get stabbed it's like wow what a what a fucking movie it's like a classic tom savini thing where like they'll do a they'll cut to a thing in friday the 13th part two and it'll be at such an angle that you're like trying to uh trying to spot the prosthetic that's about to get right. bursted <laughs> <laughs> bursted burst that's fine burst yeah burst it's fine but yeah so like the wife that's there she's just like oh god she like runs she has the she tells the sons to hide upstairs, and she's like, she gets caught up with and is killed, and you're just like, okay, she does not know. get killed. Yeah, she, she gets her get tongue killed. cut out. She gets her um, tongue cut out. They leave her. Oh, because all they want is the kids. It says here in the she's the witness in the I've, that uh, draws. They right, draw right. her. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh well, man, so the I can't believe Wikipedia.fandom.supernatural.com is letting us down here they did hate this finale so maybe they're just I, like uh, with good reason this finale is yeah, so, so bad. bad this is so this bad. is rough but anyway i it was baffling to me i think it makes a really great decision but i don't know if it's it's not executed well um but yeah so they uh the the, the children are hiding under the bed they get pulled out by these juggalo vampires and you're like, okay, so there is going to be, like, a mystery. This isn't just them eating pie and reminiscing for 45 minutes, which I would kind of want as somebody who has not watched any of this show <laughs> beyond the first episode. I, I, I did like, have a moment where great. I was like, is this just going to be a clip show? Are they going to end the series with a clip show? Like, of them being like, do you remember just that going, time? Remember when? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, instead, the uh, Sam and Dean arrive as FBI agents, and they're like, yeah, Singer and Kripke. And it's really funny to have watched <laughs> only them pull it off in the previous episode and not pull it off because of how young they are. And then in this one where it's like, no hesitation. These guys look like they're the right age for this. <laughs> like, immediately, like, yeah, no, the Griff works the and second time. And they're dressed in a fucking suit and tie instead of, like, whatever the fuck they had on. Yeah. yeah. Which mm -hmm. also helps. Yeah, they got better at this. Clearly, they have, <laughs> they've gained skills over the time. But they, uh, they're like, yeah, Singer and Kripke. And the police is just like, oh, FBI's handling... Home invasions, and he's like, "Well, they're home invasions when one of the people is bodies completely drained of blood, and the, someone has their tongue cut out." And then the cops are like, "Yeah, that was pretty wild." <laughs> Doesn't happen a like, lot in Canton. Also, and you're like, "Also, the children are abducted." And I was like, "This seems like the type of thing the FBI would investigate." Yeah, no. With yeah. my understanding of the FBI being Clarice Starling, right? <laughs> like, they're just like, oh, what did the uh, what did the killers look like? And she's just like, here it is. And they're like, oh, perfect. Let's flip through our father's journal that we still have and have been able to reference for three hundred and how whatever many episodes it is. I said, you know, I mean, it's basically the Necronomicon. Just their father wrote uh, the Necronomicon. Apparently, and that's just wild. It's just why is the show about them? He already did all <laughs> of this work. <laughs> yeah. What? So. 
Oh, that's because they're quippier. He was very serious. I bet he's. I bet he died dramatically at some point. I mean, he was played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so he probably yeah. was a very scenery chewing man. But yeah, he died in a hospital bed in Seattle, probably. Well, they, they sit around, they talk, and and Dean is like, "It's evil mimes," and you're yeah. like, "So that's what this character is." Like that's this one moment. I was like, "Got it! I know everything I need to know about this guy." Yep. Uh, I've I've determined I can I have determined his entire character arc through this. It is also fun to. You would like to think that the characters have grown. No, I would not like not to think that, 15, and I would not, not like to see it. Season. Um, <laughs> no, but you, you, but no, 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 you would no, like no. to think. In the idea, the idea is like these. They don't end right back where they started. They end right back where they, they started. They have not changed in. <laughs> like, I, the only thing that has happened is their hair got longer and their voices got deeper. It's wild. It's hilarious that that's how this is. Like you could just do these back to back, and it really works because you're just like. So status quo was what was always most important. Clearly. I mean, uh, if you're going to have a show go 15 seasons, there's going to need to be status quo. Like, you can't have a, a compelling story for 15 seasons. It has to be episodic. No, you can, have, you can have compelling stories over smaller parts of those seasons. And then you can have it where when you look back, you'd be like, it's really wild. They used to be this, and now they're this, but it happened over time. Yeah. So we didn't even realize it. Right. This was... No, they're... <laughs> They, this is, this is the, the, like, perfect pitch, you know, perfectly pitched right after the, the, the pilot. Yep. Because they're doing the same stuff. And, like, I, you know, I guess in between this, they killed Satan and attacked and dethroned God, apparently, <laughs> or whatever. But none of that matters. Because these are two himbos at the end of the day. Uh, but, yeah, so this is, this is, yeah, where they pull out the map. And I'm hollering when I realize that this is, like... Northeastern Ohio, and it's like Portage County, and Looks and like they're gonna it's, go to Canton next. Yeah, they're like, well, uh, so a logic would say that the next one of these attacks will happen in Canton. <laughs> just like they go down there and they're like, oh no, what happened in Massillon? Like, there's a moment. <laughs> There's a moment where they're like, looks like they hit uh, houses with, you know, a male and a female and two children somewhere between the ages of five and ten, and then the On other the one goes. Of town. The other one, yeah, it's outside of town. The other one goes, uh, where in Canton's like that? And I was like, most houses! Like, <laughs> most houses on the outside of town! Like, what do you mean? There's not going to be yeah, one Yeah, I was going to say, you should go to the suburbs, and then you're going to have to figure out, well, shit, it could be any of these people. Any, any as you're driving, As you're driving through a neighborhood called, like, the Rivers of Canton, <laughs> and you're just like, what is this fucking development? All of these houses look the same. Which one of these has got a vampire <laughs> attack? Yeah, they figure, based on outside of town, five to ten-year-old boys or children or whatever, they figure out exactly the house that they're going for. They're it good at their job, up. dude. And you see <laughs> you see two killers upside a, 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 up at a house, and you're like, okay, I mean, I guess these guys are going to get they killed. They nodded each be other. Attack. Yeah, there's going to be like another attack, and then the head <laughs> oh my comes God. clear off, and I I could not screamed. believe it. <laughs> I because my thought was that this show must have the most gratuitous violence of any show I've ever seen on like national television because that was so casual. Yeah, the decapitation that was the most casual decapitation <laughs> I've ever seen on TV. He treated that head like it was a golf ball and he was at the driving range. <laughs> Shit came clean off and sailed 70 yards. Like, 
And then the other vampire is just like, what? And then he gets shot in the fucking knee, like immediately. And nothing happens. There's a gunshot and nobody in the house reacts. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the house, they're just like, there's some commotion outside, damn kids. The weight yeah. of a human Playing head strikes services, surely. <laughs> and then, and a then that vampire, they tie up that vampire and they're just like, listen. We got some questions. They're still in the front yard. No, first of all, first of all, he, he asked what they shot him with. He's like, oh, you oh, got me right. good. And then, What's? He's like, yeah, what was that? I, he's like, I respect the game. Like, what was that? And they're just like, bullet soaked with a dead man's blood. And my thought was, where did you get the blood? <laughs> <laughs> you need a pretty fresh dead You can't dead just get man. that from a butcher shop. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> They've got connections. At this point, they've got for the connections. righteous man's blood. Sure, yeah, he gets to live. This guy had to die. It's. I can get you. You want dead man's blood? I can get you a dead man's blood in five minutes. Amateurs. <laughs> but yeah, so the, then they're just like, so uh, uh, where where are you? What's going on? Where are you keeping the kids? What's this plan? What is this? And the vampire is like, I'm not gonna. What? So is this one of those? I talk and then you guys will let me go, and they're like. No, you talk and we cut your head off quickly. You don't talk and we do it with a knife and a spoon. <laughs> like it's a pen knife and a spoon and you're going to feel it the whole time. Fucking 24 like, hours of negotiation bluff. scene. You should. <laughs> 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 yeah, he stabs him in the knee. Just like call the bluff, man. But yeah. the vampire doesn't. It's just like, listen, we, uh, we steal some kids. We raise them right. We treat them well. And then we drain them of blood. We like to really savor the experience so he's like it's we don't like, do fast food it's like it's, it's like halal. Uh, oh i was gonna say it's like um you know uh you know the you know the foie gras for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> No, foie gras animals are not raised well. <laughs> well, not well, but it's like the way cruel. that we want them to be raised so they taste better. Right. That's what I'm trying to draw a okay. connection to. And so uh, <laughs> the, vampires, the vampire is just like, hey, here's the location. Uh, and, and the boys head off to a barn. Uh, and, and they're like, well, do we bring shurikens? And... <laughs> Sam's Clearly, like, it's been a no. running gag yeah. that Dean has yeah. wanted to use a shuriken in like every other case. And yeah, they just want to go it. kill a senator, so that's what you do. You bring a shuriken. I believe that would have been the vice president, actually. Sorry, that yeah, was... sorry. Try to kill the vice president. Is this a Metal Gear game? No, no this, this is, is a thing that world, happened Travis. last month. Oh, in America, yeah, the old lady brought, ca- yeah. brought uh, kunai. I forgot, yeah. <laughs> no, no the real world no, is kunai. more like a Someone She also brought kunai. Okay. Yes, she did. She brought kunai and shuriken. Could you imagine a world. Where vice the vice president was killed by someone who was using weapons from a old woman throwing. There's Kunai nothing feels funnier really, to me. Kunai feels really hard to throw. <laughs> Could you imagine if like, she nailed it? Can you imagine if she fucking killed Mike Pence with a shuriken? Can you imagine? No, that'd be so I, funny. I though. honestly can't. I. I, I <laughs> It, yeah, anyway. if, if we had, like, done the, you know, electoral politics way of removing Donald Trump and then also, <laughs> removed if, Mike Pence another way. <laughs> if, 
it was all people bring weapons that are available in the Soul Caliber series. Do you know how though? Do you know how obnoxious a certain subset of Twitter, myself included, would be if Mike Pence, if she had thrown the kunai at Mike Pence, be and like lives or dies regardless, because then we'd just be like, like the shoe. You, well, no, because then we'd all be like, we'd pedantically be like, you know, kunai aren't actually throwing weapons. They've just gotten that reputation in media, but that's not their purpose. He, he evaded it and then got stabbed through with a Qatar. It's, it's like. the easy. It's the easy like escalation of this bit, right? In twenty years, people are going to be mentioning on whatever new Twitter the per, the old oh, lady that threw, that threw the kunai at <laughs> right. uh, at Mike Pence, and she'll respond to every one of them. She'll be like, "Hey, hey brother, that's me. nice to see you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways they go in and they start you know fighting these vampires more heads uh, rolling yeah you know they they uh they get the kid they find the kids and then they're like oh vampires cut them off and it's just and they like, stare at each other for back. like two minutes <laughs> yeah because it's a fight and that's how it is you got to size up your opponent um and they like each immediately and sam and dean lead in strong style because they're like, oh, it's two on four. You should have brought more guys and then decapitate two vampires immediately off the bat. And if I'm a vampire and I see this guy easily decapitate a buddy and then another guy easily decapitate a buddy, I might be like, yo, it ain't worth it. Yeah, like what? This I'm is out. for a pretty small kill, man. I'm out. Especially I'm out. if you're immortal and like you watched your friend die. Like watching your friend die when you're immortal is just feels like a bigger deal even even than watching your friend die which would be a big deal when you're not immortal yeah but yeah the vampires then manage to like get the upper hand and they pin him and then like the female vampire who's the leader of the group jenny yeah of course thank god thank god she came back their old nemesis yeah sort of the catherine they paid off off a lot of i'm sure they paid off a lot a lot a lot of foreshadowing and really good development to make us realize that the leader of the juggle of vampires was in fact jenny from that episode that they have a flashback to that explains nothing (laughs) well it explains that she was a vampire and screamed at them and you're very it's very much like so this was like a one-off episode and you're like we still got that one vampire jenny around what if we use that person and then somebody in the writer's room was like fucking excellent idea dude uh because like dean is just like holy shit she doesn't even seem like she was all that important Right, he's like, ah, oh, deep cut, basically. Well, I, I, it's very clear that they wanted somebody who wasn't all that important. Right, uh, because the what happens here is like the most anticlimactic yeah. way you could have dispatched. Yeah, because because what happens is you know they they deal with these vampires, and in all of this, uh, Dean gets impaled on a spike in the barn, and it's like, no, nah, this is the end for me. This is how it's always going to be, and you're I, like, why would he call nine one one? He never called nine one one. Because he was like, I'm dead. Like, yeah, no, he's I, like, I, whatever. I'm giving up. I don't want to live this life anymore. They, I can't in this I can't game an opportunity for me to. Okay, it's very clear they've been in this game for a long time because one, the show went for 15 seasons, and two, he's just like, I, uh, I, I know this one's about to go. And because Sam's like, don't worry, I'll find a way. And then he goes, no, 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 resurrection never really works. You know, they how have bad a bunch of is. callbacks like, to the first times? episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have, but he's, it's just like, how many times has one of these characters probably died and come back from the dead? Is what we're being told here. And he's just mm. like, no, nah, this is the end of the road. It was always going to be like this. It's also, I thought it was gonna, really cute. It, I, I like this death scene, actually, though. Yeah, it's fine. I thought it, he could be showing signs of, you know, dying instead of just being like standing against the wall <laughs> talking normally. 
No. Oh, he's it's getting weird. quieter. It's, it's weird. It's a weird choice. It's bad television to have it be this anticlimactic, but it also makes sense in a realistic way if you accept the realism of their, every supernatural thing being real, uh, that, like, this is probably how most hunters go. Like, in just, like, some yeah. random battle, like, in a stupid way, like, it, it's over. They don't live very it's long. The, it's the spoilers for a show we'll probably talk about one day on this. It's the Omar death. You don't yeah. necessarily that Buffy. You don't no. you don't necessarily get you know, it's not the big guy that gets you. Sometimes it's just a random a random vampire in a barn. Sometimes it's just a random kid. You know. I always like it's a thing I like. I like when there's like Batman comics ah. where like or like Spider Man comics where they're do like some future where it's like, no, it wasn't Green Goblin or the Joker. It was some kid who had a pistol and got lucky that day. Like yeah, it's like it's like when uh, you die to, like the, to the bloodless in in Hades. It's like, come on, I couldn't even make it. What was I doing, Lurney? Yeah, what was I doing? I wasn't. I got. I had my head out. I I got distracted. I lost focus for one minute, and now here I am on a spike yeah. in a barn, surrounded by decapitated vampires crying, <laughs> talking to my brother. The be- well, no, that's the <laughs> best shit. It's like they have the- they have this tender moment. They're talking about everything, and he's like, "I was so afraid going back to talk to you." And for fans, they're like, what a, what a callback for 15 seasons. And for us, we were like, what a moment that I saw for the first time 40 minutes ago. It's clear right. It's clear to me that the creators watched the pilot like before they wrote the yes, <laughs> finale absolutely. to be like, what did, what happened in this? Because because they call back the line, the, the line where he's like, I can't do this alone. And Dean's like, yes, you can. And then Sam's like, well, I don't want to, which is exactly what the conversation yeah. they had in reverse when he was trying to recruit him to be a hunter. Listen, history, it it doesn't repeat. It rhymes. My problem wasn't with the anticlimactic death scene. I just really, really wish the episode would have ended right after that. Oh, no, dude. Oh you gotta go to heaven. You gotta go to heaven. Absolutely. You gotta, gotta see go to this heaven, go to heaven and real. find character actor yeah, extraordinaire so Jim we, Beaver. And <laughs> there, the, uh, Travis is right, though. The best thing that happens in this is there is that tender moment, and he's just like, uh, you can go now. And you're like, wow, that must really hit and be powerful. And they're like, wide shot, four dead bodies on the ground, <laughs> heads next to them. And you're just like, this is incredible. And then they start playing Dire Straits, uh, and which oh. I believe I believe the Americans also use Brothers in Arms in its finale, or at least oh, a season finale. Oh, of course. Brothers somewhere. in Arms Amazing. is such a perfect I hope Vampire Diaries perfect, uses so. it. I obviously haven't <laughs> seen it. It's such a perfect ending one. Uh, and yeah, so before we, we get to heaven... We get to the Art Deco Command Bunker because Sam wakes up alone. And, um, well, actually, you know, he builds a fire burns and burns body, his yeah. brother's body. Yeah. And he builds the best fire of all time because that shit immediately, like, <laughs> ignites. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. As somebody who cannot build a fire to save his life, it was like, wow, this is. He should have had him go uh, out fire. the traditional way in their family by strapping him to the ceiling and then lighting him on fire. <laughs> 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 well, you can only do that when they're still living. Uh. He should have just burned the whole barn to also cover for all the vampire corpses. Yeah, but, but I mean, how many? He's guess, got so many fucking warrants on his record at this point. Like, that's a yeah, blip. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I guess he's also got to worry about like treating his brother's body with respect. Yeah. He definitely burns it so it can't come back in some weird way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He, he doesn't want his but his brother to come back as some sort of weird zombie thing, some sort of yeah. monkey's paw zombie sort of deal. We we're in this uh, 
There's Art Deco Command Bunker. It's nice that they both you accepted walk- that they're just never going to find love. Because they both just yeah. sleep in yeah, twin beds, in beds and like in this depressing <laughs> ass bunker. They've got the dog, which I felt really bad for. Dean's Dogs got a don't know what's going on. on his door, when, like some yeah. kind of weird goth rich. Like I imagine this is what Grimes' room looks like. <laughs> like he's got enough money to just. Well, yeah. So he he sits at the table. There's a bunch of names and the initials carved into it. We are able to figure out who most of those are from previous mentions, because it says like Castile and. Jack mm-hmm. and DW and SW, but then it also says MW, and I have no idea. Probably who that their is. mom. Isn't she like Mary Winchester? Or M something? means yeah, uh, mom. It's got to be their mom. Maybe mom yeah, sure. Uh, it could be possible. I don't know. Then so this was a table that they had, and she had carved her initials into it before she died, and then they moved the table to the command bunker, and then yeah, everyone you're, else you symbolically you and your carved their initials. Carve your initials into your kitchen table. It's just wild. In case it gets lost. When he when he walks through that big room, I was like I was like half expecting based on what was in the background for it to be like Did anyone else like really focus on the map that's in that world? Yeah, yes. it's a weird map. Did they go to like, Africa Russia's, and South America and stuff? Russia stretches into Africa. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> Is this the geopolitical state of the world? Yeah. This, yeah, is this it is just a lore. risk game? Learn is the it lore. just a risk game? Yeah, no, learn we the will lore. never Russia learn took the lore, over... Stephen. That is Russia... antithetical to the very, th- the very thesis of this podcast. Okay, assume the lore, uh, <laughs> which is also a good name for this podcast. Assume the lore. The Russia, Russia has taken over Africa, and there's a land bridge between the two because of some lava titan that they had to fight in season nine. <laughs> Yeah, I buy that. I'd believe it. They fought Jormungand. <laughs> I don't know. I I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that I feel I'm like this, that is, now. this was the moment where the show was like, "All right, fucking sentimentality overdrive." Even more than the death scene, they were like, "I bet to most people watching this show, because they'd seen these characters die before, like that death scene, whatever." But them turning off the lights for the last time in the man cave. I, uh, I just uh, mm. we're gonna we're gonna briefly touch on the lore in Hammer of the Gods season five episode. While a group of pagan gods discuss what to do in relation to the apocalypse, Odin states calmly in order to tranquilize the other gods that the apocalypse isn't actually the end of the world, and that when the world really ends, the great serpent Yorgamunder will rise up. While Odin himself believes is going to be eaten by uh, a big wolf, Zhaoshan then frustrated says, "Here we go!" <laughs> in disbelief. <laughs> Odin then criticizes <laughs> Zhao Shen's Chinese lore slash worldview, as well saying that the whole world's getting carried around on the back of a giant turtle is ridiculous, and that Zhao Shen should just give him a break. Shen then angrily orders Zo- Odin to stop mocking his world turtle. <laughs> Odin asks what he's going to do about it, and Zhao Shen says that he's going to send Odin packing to Valhalla. Okay, it's good to know that the is fans Odin- hated this finale, because this finale does suck ass. But All I was right, wondering we, if we, it was we like, gotta get to if it kept the the tone of like the last bit of the show and it seems like the answer is a solid no yeah all right can we talk about heaven where jim beaver is and um, who do we think that he's supposed to be in relation to sam and dean is he like their grandpa or an uncle no um clearly surrogate father i thought he was dad and then uh, clearly he wasn't because he says your dad's on down there right, so it's yeah right. he's got to be like friend of the dad because he mentions like yeah, they're right up there. So he, he, it's clear, like they're a mile away. 
clearly they have a good relationship. He's like, they're up there so, with Aretha, and I was like, Franklin? Or is there another character at some point I, named Aretha? Travis, I bet that there's just another character named Aretha, but... No, Listen, in our version of the show where we only have this worldview of it, where we, we are... We, this, 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 I just realized this podcast is fucking Plato's cave of TV <laughs> shows. Like, it's literally... <laughs> we just it call is. it Plato's well, cave? Well, you have been watching The I Matrix, like so... We can't do that. Yes, we, we can't can. call it Plato's Cave. Yes, we can. Plato's Cave, especially because Plato's <laughs> Cave is already the name of a famous like sex club in the fucking seventies, uh, I believe. So we'll get lots of clicks. Anyway, you guys talked to Deadwood and Justified alumnus Jim Beaver. I really about love what's that. Like up there. This, yeah, this guy's version of heaven is sitting on his porch drinking a beer. I have oh, a few yeah, friends. Dude, dude that's fucking awesome. <laughs> right, who would fucking agree there, dude. Like, did it look like a Modelo or maybe a Corona? Oh, dude, that was so, like, knockoff eye. It's funny, like, also, yeah, it's like, you're in heaven, you can get any priced beer that you want. But, as he points out, <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's literally me and the boys after the vaccine, because he opens that beer, and he's just like, it tastes exactly like the first beer I had with my dad. And then, you know, what's his name? Did they say his name? Jim Beaver's name? I don't think Jim. so. Okay. Jim Beaver. I, let Alex I believe that his name was Jim. Okay. And then we learned that Dean's version of heaven is driving the car that he already drives. Well, it's not that his version of heaven is that. It's that he's like, eh, everything's here except him, that missing piece. And then Jim Beaver is just like, well, time works differently here, so just go for a drive. You're in the good place. Just go for a drive. Wait, we jumped over the fact that they talk about what heaven used to be like? Yeah, okay, that's something that I was like, okay, well, they've changed heaven. It used to be, <laughs> I, I mean, it's clear that it's clear that somebody goes to heaven in some other episode, and the, and it's heaven is just like reliving your best moments forever. Yeah, and then he's the like, heaven architect, Ted Danson. Uh, yeah, like, this is the good place. Right, decides that that's like not good heaven anymore, and what he should do instead is make make it whatever you want. Free will, heaven, free will. Yeah, I and, and and which and I disagree like, but, with. Free will, but is but also, person. but no. So he looks, <laughs> he looks at he looks at Jim Beaver, and he's just like, I thought you were in heaven's lockup. Which what? <laughs> heaven has yeah, a jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went to heaven jail, and but he, he went got to out. heaven's jail. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he gets out, and then he's just like. Your buddy, when your when your when your kid did that, I was like, wait, one of them had a kid that did this, and then I realized, oh, he's speaking of like colloquially, like it's like a friendly thing, because then he's like, yeah, yeah, when Jack did all that before he disappeared, and I was like, what did he do? And he's like, he built this, and then he's like, and your friend Cass helped too, and then like there's a smile, and it's like, okay, what's going on here? He's like, everything's perfect. I'm now gonna go. I'm now gonna go on one drive. Time to drive long enough. The, the entire length of carry on my wayward son. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I am making I am making air pistol I'm making finger pistols and shooting into the sky excited I am Yosemite Sam when this shit <laughs> yeah, starts up. Same. I'm not I'm not ready I am not ready to stop talking about the fact that you can misbehave in heaven to the point where you get thrown in heaven jail. And like, what is heaven jail? And Listen, like, we don't know. Maybe he didn't misbehave. Maybe it was like he was a political prisoner of heaven jail. Ah, what's heaven? Because it's very clear from what they've hinted at, they did something to God. I don't know what. <laughs> it seems like it seems like there's no capitalism in heaven, which is good because it seems like you don't actually yeah. have to like work, which seems antithetical to what this show might believe. But the. 
like this show does no this show does not believe in the value of of work in a capitalistic sense. This show believes in the value of hunting demons, and if you don't do that, you're less than. Yeah. What color do you think the thin line is for, for demon the flag hunters? you can get for demon hunters? Because they what, whatever the are, color out of space is, you know the yeah. color that doesn't exist. It's somehow the, you look at it and you're like, well, there's a void there, and I can process yeah. that there's a yeah. Because like you, you know, can't cops, actually like, look at the thin whatever line flag yeah. for very long without losing your mind. The cops cops like to think they are the thin blue line that holds back society. Hunters are actually the thin line that holds back mm. the tides of darkness mm. and petty gods like yeah. Odin and such. Uh, it's cool that there, is, that there is heaven and there's all the other pantheons. Like, I, I always, I always do like that kind of interpretation of stuff. It's like, I bet, yeah, everything is regional pantheon because it's actually it is all regional. <laughs> I bet they do. No, I bet they do the Marvel comics style. Every god exists. Well, no, it's like every god sort of exists, but there is one the one above all who is like quasi Judeo Christian, but also is Li- like like literally know. Old Testament stuff, where like there was the one god and also other gods yeah. too. Yeah, and it's it's the it, you know it's the, the one above all that's created the entirety of this universe and stuff like that. So um, while Dean goes on a drive to carry on your wayward son, we get it's Sam's just called entire, carry on wayward son. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We get the entirety. We we, we, oh, we get the entirety. We don't want people tweeting. Do you even listen to Left Overture about the. I don't. It's just Travis is the one tweeting this. Is the thing. It'll just be Travis continuing. He'll, t- no, he'll so tweet we, uh, at the podcast. Yeah, we get Dean's ent- or we get Sam's entire life afterwards in front of our eyes. We get a son that he's named Dean. We learn this because of the fact that he has a pair of. Of overalls that have Dean embroidered on the front. I also, would love a pair of overalls that just said Ian on the front. His wife. The, we never. His wife never comes into focus. She we never. The camera never focuses yep. on her. No. That's probably because like. They there were a pro, I, my guess is there were probably a few options and the fans would get mad so they're like we're just gonna do soft focus this whole mm. time. Or they're just like, it's nobody important. Don't worry. What's important is he has a son named Dean. This is just not a show about women, you know? That's, I think yeah. that's. This is a show about loving your thing. brother. If, it, it if is, you're a woman, you become fire on the ceiling. That's the rule. Or a vampire. Or you or become a, a, a ghost lady. So we see, we see, yeah, like they throw, they throw a baseball around. We see him help with homework. And then uh, Spam puts on the old age makeup <laughs> from so that. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the What's the John Mulaney and uh, uh, Oh Hello? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They put on the Oh Hello makeup on him. <laughs> they just like spray painted his hair gray oh, out back, and we're like, "What?" That guy, he he never had a haircut in his whole life. He never he once ne- did he yeah, have a haircut. He, his hair was spray painted gray, and he walked like he had a very serious cramp. <laughs> In like like he'd just gone on a run and he was he was cramped up and he was just like I'm just gonna take a little slow right now, uh, as he like shuffles into a car and then he takes his glasses off and starts crying. He gets into the car. Um, At his absolute like, oldest, he looks like he could play bass for REM, like not Death <laughs> Age, <laughs> uh, like and 58. Then, yeah, and then it becomes. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of ending things because suddenly there's a hospital bed in the middle. <laughs> Of a living room, and his son Dean walks in. He's like, yeah, but no, it's so. But he's in hospice care and old age makeup, so it looks exactly like (laughs) Like David Thewlis, done up in old age makeup, just like, hello, my son. (laughs) 
forgive me. And and yeah, he just is like, it's okay, Dad. You can move on. And they show uh, this tattoo on his arm, which, which clearly a, must mean something. I mean, I assume I assume he told he told his son what his brother made him say to him because that's a weird thing to say apropos of nothing. Like, okay, Dad, yeah. you can die now. Like, I, I can't imagine saying that to anybody. And he's got he's got okay. the tattoo that's like I went into the family business. Yes, you absolutely. Oh, just you all right. See ya. <laughs> Later. <laughs> but yeah, so we I do like the way that his death is framed, like in the frame, where it's like in the center and and it slowly pans back. It's just the room is very silly and it's lit horrifically. <laughs> it's so strange. And so yeah, he dies, and then uh, Dean has just finished his car ride, and then Sam's there on the bridge. And they're just like, wow, what a tearful reunion. Well, and then now there's These a cover of Carrie on Wayward Son playing. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, my God. Car- they should have just played reprise. the Gore version. But yeah, so we it get was- a tearful reunion of these characters who have been separated for all of 15 minutes <laughs> in the show finale. But not for all Sam. That happened, not for oh, Sam. Oh, all that happened. Sorry, we forgot. All that happened also that happened. Uh, the only thing that happened to Dean, uh, or the only thing that happened to Sam after Dean's death is he picks up the phone because Sam had all of these... Or Dean! Fucking egg. Dean had all of these phones with various identities, and one of them starts ringing, and like he's like so... How do these all hold the a phone. charge? How do these... How are these... Who's paying for these? <laughs> phone bills. Um, but yeah, so the one starts ringing, and he's just like, uh, Hello? And the guy goes, Is this Agent Bon Jovi? You're not going to believe this, but... Uh, why is he well, Agent a, Gordon Cole? <laughs> we had a wild killing, and uh, I, I was told you're the person to talk to. Is that true? And then he's like crying on the phone. He's just like, "Yes, this is Agent I'll, I'll be right there. I'll be right there." And yeah, so that that's the only other like we get that scene. We get the montage during the car ride, and uh, like the whole like here's your whole life, Sam Winchester, and now you're in heaven with your brother. And heaven the looks exactly love. like British Columbia. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't. I can't believe they don't see their dad in this episode. Like, did they call up Jeffrey E. Morgan? Yeah, he was I like, that I'm was busy. Wild. They couldn't get him back. <laughs> it aired in November of 2020. Like, it might literally have been a pandemic, you know, type of thing. Oh, right. Because, like, I like, bet Jeffrey D. E. Morgan. Get? Yeah, Jeffrey D. E. Morgan was like, would love to come back. Uh, but there's this pandemic going on and I'm in the U S and you shoot in Canada and I legally can't cross that border. (laughs) So they got Jenny back because Jenny was the only Canadian that they could bring back as like a vampire (laughs) sort of thing. Maybe. But yeah. And then they like, they smile at each other and then boom, show ends. But, and then it comes back (laughs) (laughs) and they're on the bridge and they're looking directly in the camera (laughs) and they're like, we just want to say thanks to all of you. Who made this possible? I liked this. This was cool. This is good. Every no, show, every is, show it's, should it's, end this way. It is. It's. It's just so silly that there's this curtain call because you're like, what a wonderful emotional reunion. Maybe you think that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us think that. But someone. I was does. busy clapping, and then they came out, and I was like, oh, oh, they are. Oh, no, then, then you were like, curtain call, curtain call, author, um, and, author. And they did it. Yeah. But it's wild because they're just like, yeah, thank you. And then it starts to pan back and you're like, fuck, this is a drone shot? <laughs> As then it like zooms out and you see all of the cast that or all of the crew that made this and they're all waving goodbye. And I'm like, 
wow, this is weird. And then it keeps going. And I, I'm not going to lie. And it's because I watched Men in Black a week ago. I did half expect the <laughs> camera to zoom all the way out on the earth or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it was, and then it was true. Yeah. Aliens playing yeah. like the one thing they haven't seen yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. No, you see. Yeah. You see Satan and he's, he's throwing dice. Uh, and now um, that would have been cool. Uh, Satan, I did learn. Lucifer does appear in the show. I had Googled this uh, during this episode. Oh, they do a crossover uh, with uh, the show Lucifer? No, that's Damn. DC Comics. How dare you? Uh, Is it really? Yeah, yeah, that's a DC Comics show. That's a spin. Lucifer was a long-running series that was a spinoff of Sandman, where wow. they have that version of Lucifer who looks exactly like David Bowie and owns a jazz bar. Wow. Um, pretty good comic. Um, would uh, Matt and uh, Stephen, the actor who played... Uh, Lucifer was on a show that we talked about earlier in this episode. Do you have a guess what show that was? Lost. Yes. Do you have a guess which character who that Lucifer? was? Who uh, Lucifer? The guy who plays Ben Linus. No, it was not. Oh, it was not um, uh, uh, like Michael Winter or something like that. Or no. Like, what's the vibe? What's the, what would you guess the vibe of Lucifer is? Michael Emerson. Um, there you go. It would make sense that this character would be playing uh, another divine figure. So it's not Jorge. Jacob. Versus... Jacob. <laughs> it is. It was the it, Mark Pellegrino, the actor who played Jacob, probably fresh off of being Jacob. They're like, hey, you want to play Satan? Hell like, yeah. Yeah, sure. So that's how it is. It always comes back. Lost is really a, a giant influence on American television. And it lives perfectly. It, is. it lives perfectly in my head as a show that I never need to watch again. But like. I yep, always no. call back to it, like every yep. other show that I watch. So we thought the pilot was a pretty effective pilot. Yeah, absolutely. Would watch. If all I saw was the pilot, I'd be like, I'm on board for feel, watching the show at some point. How do you feel about the finale as an effectiveness for the finale? So rough. Awful. <laughs> yes. We're, I, not as bad as Ballers, but worse than most finales I've ever seen. I, I might watch a couple episodes of Supernatural. We'll see. So, yeah, we're – so – I guess the way to wrap this up is we don't know what happened in between, but based on the beginning and the end, at least based on the beginning, we're kind of into it. Yeah. If yeah. the ending had been stronger, we might be like, yo, this is a, this is a good this time. Good the whole way. But I have a friend who watched three seasons and then stopped because it got worse. Well, you got to so. you got to watch five because five is when the original plot wraps up, apparently. I know. And then you get to see them. Which probably, means I you know, need to watch six because usually the I start get really <laughs> I start getting really into shows as soon as they go way off the rails. So that's uh, that was the pilot episode of a podcast that it was at one point called As You Know, and now might be just called Plato's Television Set. Play- <laughs> Plato's <laughs> Plato's ex girlfriend's Netflix login account. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what do we got next week? Uh, next week we're doing a show. Uh, I believe only I have watched here, or at least have only I've, I've watched seen a significant little amount of, which is uh, Six Feet Under, one of my favorite shows of Steven, all time. Stephen, what do you think Six Feet Under is about? I think it's about. Isn't it? It's definitely has to do with death mm-hmm. and people who work around death. Mm-hmm. Travis, could stop making be, noise. Could it be about? People who are trying to solve murders? We'll find out next week <laughs> when we cover Six Feet Under. And we'll see if Steven's prediction was correct. Thanks for joining us on this first episode. Thanks to Matt Isiani, our producer, for his wonderful work <laughs> every week. 
if you liked this, uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, you know, do all of that stuff. Um, I'm Ian Benson. You can find me at Ian Ben Daughter on most social media. Travis, where can people find you? You can find me at Tarvis Marmalade on Twitter. Uh, that's all I'm comfortable with you following. <laughs> Matt? Uh, fleshthestars.bandcamp.com that too we have an ep (laughs) coming out march 5th and steven yeah turkey bf at uh twitter twitter dot c a but uh, hire me for a job please though actually please i really need a job don't worry we're gonna take this this podcast is going to the moon that's right diamond hands baby let's let's really date when this was this was (laughs) weeks after Uh, (laughs) after Uh, um as we always say I, I can't do this alone, but I, I want to. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>